hi everyone. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Could you not interrupt me, Cass? Sorry, I fucking shit. <laughs> hi everyone. <laughs> And welcome to this tiny little domestic dispute with my <laughs> podcast husband. No. Um, hi, everyone. And welcome back to Marketing Corner with Casper and Jen. Hey, guys. Still getting along. Just yeah. fine. Don't worry. It's actually, it, it, it's like we often joke about this, but you're like, you're like my work wife. Yeah, you're my podcast husband. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think my actual partner is fine with that. Yeah, my, mine too. <laughs> it's like, are you meeting with Jen? Oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'll help. I'll be home late, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, when I met your sister, uh, I was like, you're, you're technically my podcast sister-in-law. <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, awkward, but uh, awesome. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm very weird sometimes. And anyway. I haven't talked. I'm meeting her Friday. I, she told me, uh, yeah, she, she said to her. say hi. Yeah, I'm going to call her tonight, I think. <laughs> She's very nice. Yeah. Um, cool. So we're going to get a little nerdy. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna dive into the Casper waters Ooh. of being nerdy and techie, and we're gonna talk a little bit about soft conversions. Yeah. So, um, Casper, kick us off by telling the folks at home what is a soft conversion. Yeah, definitely. And why should they care? So, soft conversions are something you implement. So you like it's essentially a measurement of an action that's taken by your like your audience uh, in one way on your website or whatever that shows some sort of positive lift for your brand, your product or service without like some sort of clear measurement of how it impacts financial goals. What that means is essentially you're doing a soft conversion is saying, if you can't get a demo booking, which is your hard conversion, mm -hmm. that's, hey, I want a demo booking, then you'd implement a soft conversion. Like, okay, they visited a pricing page, they scrolled a bit, they download an ebook or something. Those are soft conversions that help move that points in the right direction, but they're not as good as hard conversions. Mm -hmm. So the reason soft conversions even exist is because of uh, categories or spaces like the one you're in, mm -hmm. I, I would say, uh, without knowing your platform, to more like your Google Ads setup or anything, or other s platforms, because you have a very tech-heavy setup, and now you guys are pretty big now, uh, mm -hmm. and you probably spend a lot of money, but at least back in the day, when you started out, you probably didn't have enough money to spend, so getting a conversion, like somebody signed up for a demo, wasn't happening uh, all the time. No. Like, it wasn't happening every week almost, right? Yeah, I think this is a really good point, especially for B2B marketers. We're yeah. not drowning in leads every single week. Very month. few people are. Very few people are. Yeah. Um, so having another, yeah, so the algorithm doesn't know what to optimize for because there's just not enough data for it to understand. So you kind of look at these softer conversions to give it sort of more data to play with, yeah. essentially. And it, it's actually a principle you can apply in other platforms. It, mm -hmm. it stems from Google Ads. That's like where it's... Yeah where it's born, I would say, without hurting anyone's feelings. That's that's where at least I learned about it the first time and yeah. used it the most. Mm -hmm. um, and 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 it's it's just very good there because like what, what you typically want to do is that you want to say, hey, you want to, especially today, is you want to give Google as much, in, like as much data, data. as possible. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, Google, do your magic. Here's all the data I possibly can give you. This is what a good deal looks like. Yes, exactly. This is the behavior. Find me these people. Find more of these people. And it's yeah. the same with Facebook, right? Like lookalikes, mm -hmm. the whole yep. idea behind them <clears throat> is to feed them with better data, right? Yep. So so the, the principle comes from, and then you want to automate your bidding strategy, right? So you want to say, okay, maximize conversions. But if you have one conversion a month, it's like, okay, Google's like, uh, how do I, so I need to find one more of that <laughs> one, guy. One more of this, but yeah. It's not going to be super Im impactful, right? It mm -hmm. can work, but it's not going to be good. So, so here, if you start feeding it more stuff like, 
And you have to be smart about it because it's also a dangerous trap. And that's really important to say that if you don't do this correctly, if you don't set it up in a way where let's say you set it up and you um, have a convert and you say, when you visit my pricing page, uh, that is worth $1. And when you book a demo, that's worth $2. Mm. And like on the front surface, you're saying like, okay, it's twice worth twice as much uh, booking a demo as it is visiting a pricing page. But then you look at your data. I'm like, yeah, but a thousand people visited my pricing page and one person booked the demo. This, yeah. this is bad metrics, but I'm just giving an yeah. idea. Uh, then you're gonna, it's gonna be completely skewed, and and Google's gonna be like, okay, I'm just gonna find all the people who visited your pricing page. Yeah, and, exactly. And none of the ones who. So you have to try and tie it together, and mm-hmm. the, like doing the calculations of like conversion rates versus views on page and how much value that is. All these calculations, it's. it's it's, if you do it correctly, it's actually not a little bit time-consuming, mm-hmm. but but with that said, it can be really good. Because one one thing, especially in the, in the Google Ad Platform, that you can do with this, is also tell Google uh, bidding strategy-wise to maximize conversion value. Mm-hmm. So here you're essentially saying, I want as much value as I can for my money in terms of conversion value. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say I have a hundred kroners, get me as much conversion value as you can. And sometimes that could result in, like, which is a bit the skew part. I, I, uh, you could get one demo, which maximizes, but you could also get a thousand pricing page visitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as long as you can see that that's worth it, like relationship-wise, mm. that's worth it, then it's worth doing this. But, but that's where you have to be a little bit careful. Yeah, no, it makes sense, and and yeah, I think it's imp- one of the strategies you do is right retargeting people who are visiting your pricing page. So that yeah. everything can be connected as long as you're smart because one of the things you don't want to do, right, is optimize for career page visits. Exactly. Like, very good point. Yeah. Like, like that's and that's where you have to be dangerous. So, to, so typically, like, the ones you are, like, so look at the critical pages. Mm-hmm. So pricing page is a, is a critical one. You can also just, like, demo booking page. Like, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who visit that page but decide not to book it. Exactly. Right? Yep. Uh, so, so those are pretty good. Uh, maybe some specific around your product you can utilize, too. That's also, the like, product pages we do. Product pages um, and stuff like guide that. Guide downloads if it's a specific guide. There, there's there's yeah. a bunch of things. Uh, high intent. High intent, essentially, high intent right? Behavior. yeah. And then also like do simple stuff like scroll depth. So mm-hmm. so people who scroll on your site, like the ones who reach above, and I typically like just to get started, like uh, you use three frames, 25, 50, and 75%. Yep. And of course the ones who scrolled 75% are a little bit better than the ones who scrolled 25 yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. Again, is it enough to move a mountain? No, it's not. Like, and it's not like, hey, seventy-five, you're a perfect fit. Because then we entered like my whole idea of why lead scoring sucks, <laughs> right? Uh, but for some people, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll talk that, later. Yeah, we'll talk later. <laughs> uh, but but um, but my point is, uh, so 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 be careful with these things again. But but stuff like scroll depth, I use that a lot. Uh, time on page. Uh, yeah, so how long time? Uh, if so, not one thing is scrolling, but also spending time on your page. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- those are, are pretty basic ones, but th- those work. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are pretty good. I think the area that I've always struggled with a little bit is allocating a value to those behaviors. Yeah. like you kind of you kind of touched upon it. Have you cracked that yet? Any tips? Any advice of? How to value these things? Yeah, I, I, I think I have. Um, okay. I don't like uh, it's probably something that's easier explained over a Google Sheet. So, uh, <laughs> so, so bear with us here, guys. But, but essentially, what you want to do is that you want to find your first. You want to say, okay, how much is a customer worth? Mm-hmm. Like an average, how much is a customer worth? Now I'm make I'm I'm simplifying this right now because we're on a podcast. But essentially, you want to say first, you want to find out how much is your customer worth. That's approximately worth this much. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, then you want to take each stage you have before it. Let's say, let's make it easy. So let's say you have lead, MQL, SQL, opportunity, customer. <laughs> easy. <laughs> simple. Uh, simple. So you Thanks have those, those okay. steps, right? <laughs> and then you need to find what are the conversion rates for each step along mm. the journey. So you need to find a conversion rate. And then, then so let's say, so let's say you have your customer. We make it super simple right now. So you know, um, my customer is, to me, he's worth 100. Uh, and if I get a hundred bucks, if I pay that for a customer and, and in the same way, then that I can afford to pay a hundred for a customer. Let's make mm -hmm. it like that. Yep. And then there's some lifetime value and all that stuff. But let's exclude that just for a second. Mm -hmm. um, okay, cool. Then I know an opportunity, let's make it again, make it simple, converse 50% of the time. Okay, then I can afford to pay 50 bucks for an opportunity mm -hmm. because I know uh, half of the time they will convert like to a paying customer half mm -hmm. the time. So I can afford to pay for a customer, I'm willing to pay a hundred for an opportunity, I'm willing to pay uh, four, uh, half 50. Mm -hmm. So that, that gets me there. And then you can do the same for SQL. SQ, okay, from SQL to opportunity, let's say it's, uh, it's uh, one out of five. So I can afford to pay $10. Mm. So I'll pay $10 for an SQL. And then you trickle that down all the way mm -hmm. down and then you get to a lead and then you on the lead to say, okay, from pricing page, then I can see in my data and Google Analytics, or if you use other platforms these days, uh, typically uh, HubSpot has a lot of this data. I found. Yeah, we use HubSpot mostly. So, but but you can also use, use other platforms. Um, you you track back that data and say, okay, from from people who go to a pricing page, how many of those become a lead? And then that conversion rate, and say, okay, I'm willing to pay. Uh, from our example, let's just say one dollar for a lead, uh, for someone who becomes a lead. Okay, uh, a pricing page visitor. How much are you then willing to pay for that if that converts at XYZ percentage. Mm. Okay, and then you trickle back, and then that's the value you assign as a soft conversion to your pricing page visit in this mm -hmm. case. Okay. Because then because then you've actually done it the scientific way. And yeah, yeah. the first version doesn't have to be like 100% accurate, that's mm. not the point. It has to be more accurate than just like a wing. You can use ratios initially, that's okay. So like, I know this is worth two times as much, so I don't have the accurate number, but I just know it's worth two times as much. Yeah. That's okay. That's not where I want to end, and that's typically not what I do. But if you just want to get started, you can do that. Mm -hmm. But but that's that's the easy way to get it set up. And just have an Excel spreadsheet, and then always work your way backwards. Mm -hmm. It's actually simpler than it sounds. Right? Yes. Once you know your conversion rates, and that's why everyone should know their conversion rate. Yes, and it's good. It's super good exercise in general, right? Like, and and so so it's a super good. We literally set it up for we're setting it up for a client right now. So mm -hmm. we literally did it today. Yeah. Um, and it's super good. And it, it I found it, the reason we're also doing this podcast is that I found I'm, I do it more and more. Like yeah. In B two B, it's just a really good thing because like a lot of these B two Bs, they don't have that much data. Mm. Like, and they don't have like high intent, like a lot of high intent things yeah, happening. Yeah. So they need a little bit of help. The algorithms need a bit of help. Yep. Makes sense. It also, it's it, it's important to note that it's not the same as offline conversions. Yes. Offline uh, conversions are the bane of many marketers' existence, right? Where did it come from? Yeah, yeah. Where did it come from? Where did it come from, right? Yeah. So offline conversions are things that cannot normally be tracked by your analytics, conversion yep. tracking analytics, but are still happening, typically stored in your CRM or something, mm. that you then upload to the different platforms. A mm -hmm. lot of times Google Ads, but also uh, um, I talked to Stefan and, and they had this like LinkedIn integration. They recently introduced that. So we do a lot of that too. Upload offline conversions into LinkedIn. That's pretty powerful. Oh, but Facebook have been doing that for ages too. Yeah, yeah. And that's super powerful as well. So that's, mm -hmm. it's another layer. It's not exactly soft conversions, but it's in the same ballpark. Like okay. it's the same 
I won't say it's not the same, but it's definitely not. But it's the same. You talk about it, it's a lot of the same things going on in those. Mm-hmm. For instance, um, technically, an offline conversion would yeah, it's not. Uh, it's actually not an offline. It's probably it's a little bit mixed. But it's, it's you when you click on something in Google and uh, a Google ad, you get something called a GCLID, like a Google mm. Click Identifier, yep. which is unique. And if you're yes. smart, you can store that and keep that in your sales process. And the offline conversion part is when you send that part back into the platform and tell, mm-hmm. hey, Google, this has moved across a different channel, like yeah. different stages, and it's now worth more. Please find me more of this guy because he's really good mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's, uh, I don't need to say that, but that's really powerful. That's really yeah. strong. It's not for when you start out with Google the first day. No, no, no. But this is, but, uh, this is when you have a bit more data. Mm-hmm. But when you have, then it's been it's been really, really good. It sounds uh, like, yeah, we've definitely done the self-conversions. Uh, we haven't done the attributing value to them mm-hmm. just yet. It has been kind of based on behavior, right? We, we know if you're on a pricing page, yeah. you're shopping. Um, but it does sound a lot like lead scoring yeah. <laughs> in a way because, you know, we say, okay, if someone visits a pricing page, they're probably going to get, again, this is like 50 points. But if they visit the careers page, we take away 50 points. Yeah. And how do we kind of make sure that we optimize for the, the right people? based on their behavior. I think where, where I find it different, because it's a great point, mm. and then you would actually, some if you're being a little bit harsh, you would call me, hey, Casper, are you being a little bit, what do you call it, hypercritical? Like, yeah, you're probably being hypercritical. Yeah, a little bit. Just it now, three <laughs> yeah. years of this. <laughs> uh, because because uh, you're, you don't like lead scoring, but you actually like soft conversions. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is for me is that lead scoring is typically based on, like, there's no algorithm behind lead scoring a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, there's no way to optimize for exactly. lead scoring. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're here, we're feeding, like in this case, algorithms with more data. Mm. And then we try yeah. to make that as precise as possible, but but we're not, it's not the end all be all, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so it's an algorithm behind it where the lead scoring, the end result is here, hey, now you call him. Like yeah. now you call, now he's ready. Yeah, we, their we, behavior we, has indicated to us. Yeah, it's, it's kind of different parts of the funnel, right? Yes, exactly. We have someone yeah. in our system and we're like, ah, okay, now they've done enough to say they're warm. Yeah. Whereas this is, how do we find more? Yeah, of he's work. showing the right indications. He's, yeah. he's visiting our pricing page. He's better than the guy who didn't visit our pricing yeah. page. Based on our data, and th- typically you can also see the data, right? Yeah, the way yeah. the data speaks. So statistically speaking, he should be better. Mm-hmm. So. But still, I want you to find more of the guy who books a demo. But if you can't find that guy, then find a guy this who comes. This is come, the next best. This is the next best. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's the difference for me. Yeah, and that, uh, is, that is, yeah, that is a different, yeah. That is the core difference, right? You wouldn't yeah. do it any other other than trying to get more leads. No, exactly. But it's the same principle of based on this behavior, this is how much this is worth to us. So this yeah. is how important this is. Yeah. Exactly. Nice exactly. one. One of the things I remember when we used to have a, uh, back, back in the day when I had a Facebook account manager. <laughs> <laughs> way back. Um, way back. Yeah. Um, she was yeah, really honest with us and I, I thought it was really great because we were optimizing for clicks, yeah. right? We were yeah. optimizing Facebook ads, yeah. optimizing them for clicks because a click is better than an impression. And she was like, dude, we're just going to show your ad to whoever clicks. Yeah. We're not looking at their personality profile, not personality, excuse me, but their profile. We're not looking if they're the right fit for you. You want clicks, we will get you clicks. Yeah. Not good clicks, but clicks. Yeah. So she always advised that it was better to do uh, brand awareness ads because if they're good, they'll click anyway and they're cheaper. Yes. So when you pay by impression, you pay a lot less. And if the ad resonates, then they're going to click. And yeah. it's going to be optimized for that for the right audience as opposed to clickers. Yeah. And I think that's the good part about... <clears throat> having a setup like this, if mm. you do it 
right yeah. is that you optimize for conversion value. Mm -hmm. That means that, uh, let's say Google is, is, is have three different people who could click on your ad. One of, like, I'm just, I have no idea how algorithm works. <laughs> but, no but one does. No one really so does. Don't but so I'm trying up. to explain it in layman terms here. But essentially, imagine three people in front of you. One of the guys who he probably clicks the site and leaves it right away. Then there's the other guy who clicks on the, visits the pricing page, scrolls a bit and stays there. And then there's the third guy who visits the pricing page, scrolls a bit and books a demo. Mm -hmm. So we want more of the third person, like right. the last person. That's the guy we want more of. Yeah. But because of the conversion value, then... Uh, before they started, came in, Google don't know too much, but but after they came in, okay, now I have an idea of this guy is more. So his behavior, we try to study and replicate. And a lot of the people who convert on your demo page, well, funnily enough, also visited your pricing page. Mm -hmm. So it, it tries to replicate that as much as it can. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, it because the ratio is so good in favor of booking a demo, it will, tr it will always try to prioritize those mm -hmm. if you've done the setup correct. Yep. Uh, so, so it should always... It, it very rarely will find a thousand people that, hey, I'll, I'll send a thousand people to go to a pricing page and no one converted versus one conversion. Because mm -hmm. uh, then people would always go for the one conversion, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, rather have a demo than not have a demo. Yeah, of course. But statistically speaking, the people on the pricing page should convert. So. In theory, I mean, they're shopping, right? In theory. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, But it, it works. I've seen it work a bunch of times now. Yeah. No, that's interesting. It's something that we've definitely done, but I don't recall. I'm, I'm so removed from ads now yeah, because yeah. I have my, my wonderful team, but I don't recall applying the value. No. We've done something similar when we had dream data yeah. where we say, okay, this is this part of the journey is worth this much. This part of the journey is worth this much. And that really helped us at the end. So if we had a $10,000 deal, yeah. we could say, well, 80% of those, those uh, visits and conversion points are actually growth yeah. or marketing. And that helped us when, you know, at, break out of that first touch stranglehold that yeah, a lot of companies run. But again, it's that kind of applying, I think the, the, the difficult exercise is applying value to a behavior. Yes. And I think I like your approach because this is a scientific, quantifiable conversion rate base rather than I think this is more valuable than that. Yeah, and that's um, a, lot of, a lot of people start there and don't get me wrong, it's better than nothing, but... but uh, it's better than nothing, but you could always do better. <laughs> you could do better, like, and, and take your time. <clears throat> it, like, it takes a few hours the first time because like finding the data is not always that easy. Yeah. Like uh, no matter who you are, right? Yeah, conversion rates. Conversion rates. And probably have the, the main ones. Yeah, Right, exactly. SQL to MQL to SQL, SQL and to make one. sure you have the right data yeah. points. Like like you're looking at the same time period and, and mm. other factors like, hey, have you changed? Have you run a split test? And like yeah. suddenly, oh, you know, there's a lot of things going on, right? And yeah, so, yeah, there's um, a lot of factors. To start with those simple implementations, you can do much more advanced stuff if you really want to. Like mm. we also implement stuff like video engagement. Mm, video like engagement, video engagement yeah, yeah. is super good. Like whenever somebody engages with video there, we like them more than people who didn't. Yeah. Right? And um, watching the video for 75% versus 50%. Exactly. Yeah, all yeah. these things. Exactly. One of the things I want to add is that when you, if you want to implement all this stuff, uh, becoming good friends with Google Tag Manager or mm -hmm. a similar tool or whatever is very recommendable. Like uh, that's, that's the tool you do most of the stuff in. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> but actually like, if you're starting out in marketing or you're just looking into this, like becoming good friends with Google Tag Manager is actually one of the advices I give to most people when they start in marketing these days. Because mm -hmm. it's just very, these days, it's just very fundamental to how you set up everything related to tracking. Yeah. Tracking, soft conversion stuff. So you don't need to be an expert. I took, how I learned it, I took a YouTube course <laughs> in Google Tag Manager, took a course, and then I, of course, did it myself a bit. 
And now I, I'm not, I'm by no means an expert, but I know how to set this stuff up. And now you can just ask uh, ChatGPT. Now I can just ask ChatGPT. Walk me through it. <laughs> hey, uh, it's, can you do my Google Tag Manager stuff? Yeah, yeah, walk me through it, walk me through it. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's really helpful. And I think, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a tactic that a lot of marketers probably want to do. Yeah. But they Definitely. don't really know how. Yeah. So if, if there's someone out there who maybe needs some help <laughs> with uh, setting this up. We're not going to do that. We're not going to go there. Jen. We're not gonna go. People know if they need help, they can contact me. I'm <laughs> still trying for sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you need help, talk to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I'm no. No, no you good. know where we are. But no, yeah. I think that was really good. Any final thoughts about uh, soft conversions? I think it's good. But uh, as I said, be like you got to treat it treat carefully, but it's it's good. Uh, do it right and then it, it will work and if you do it wrong it might skew when you're in the wrong direction so so do it right and you'll be fine do it wrong and you're fucked which is uh, just about anything else in life anything right else, so, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. so here we are but yeah try it cool thank you so much thanks for tuning in guys alright bye, bye.